listening to Legal Talk Network. Hi, this is Adriana Linares, and on behalf of the Legal Talk Network, welcome back for another installment of Special Reports. Today, we're on location at the Clio Cloud Conference at the beautiful Radisson Blue Aqua Hotel in Chicago, Illinois. Joining me today is the lovely Chelsea Lambert. Chelsea's a speaker here at the conference, and uh, Chelsea, tell us real quick what you're going to be speaking about. I'll be speaking about building culture in the workplace. So bringing a lot of the company culture that you see in corporations like Google and Zappos and all of these tech companies that everybody talks about and translating that into how it works inside of a law firm. And you have a lot of experience in that because you are a member of the ABA. You serve on their GP Solo Publications Board. It's LPM e-lawyer and task force with me. We're yes. pals on there. We bring the girl power to That's the task right. force. And to the state local bar outreach committee. You worked at the Chicago Bar and now you're working for Smokeball. Tell us a little bit about right. Smokeball. Smokeball is a very powerful software for lawyers. It allows you to automate the documents, forms, and letters that you use on a daily basis and also is a very powerful email management tool, keeping your entire digital file all together for you and available wherever. Huh. Well, that certainly sounds like people should look into that. Sounds pretty cool. We hope so. So, were you at ClioCon last year? Yes, I was. And? It was an amazing experience. Which is why you're back. That's right. I was on the other side listening to the great speakers last year, and I'm very, very humbled and honored that they would ask me to come back this year and join the panel. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Very excited. And uh, have you seen uh, some other great speeches and presentations so far during this show? Yes. Not only was I able to meet uh, Richard Suskin this morning, or last night. Did he say your name? No, he did not. No, he did not. I was just so nervous with the handshake. I got caught off guard. Um, I want to record him saying my name so I could just play it over and over, over again. Over and over and over mm-hmm. again. I hear many, many people have that same wish. Uh, but I did sit in on his session today and, as always, I mean, just delivered an incredible, incredible keynote. Right. And I wish it's the type of keynote and, and you know, forget the speech and the and the keynoteness and the awesomeness of the fact that he was here at Clio. It's really the message and how adamant and strong he is about the fact that, look, I'm not BSing anybody. This is how law is changing. Absolutely. And I wish everyone would listen. Absolutely. And I think it was um, really fantastic how after the keynote was over out of the two questions, uh, Bob Ambrosi asked him about the solo smalls. And I'm adamantly passionate about enabling the solo and small firm lawyer to really embrace technology and help them compete as the marketplace shifts and changes underneath us. And I think that he was often, in some cases, misquoted in saying that the demise of the solo small firm is coming when really it's that that adaptation. And you have got to adapt and adopt new technologies and really bring those things into your practice in order to be able to move into this next chapter successfully. Well, and I think between you and me, we've probably walked around hundreds of solo and small firms. We know that solo and small firms aren't going anywhere, and we also know that they're incredibly pliable when it comes to adopting technology and getting it to work, and quickly, but only when they really want to. Absolutely. And that's really, I think, the hardest thing that you and I have to you know, convince them to do is want these changes, and they're not even big changes. But, um, you know, adopt the changes and then actually make them happen because they're the ones that can make it happen quickly. Quickly. Because we also go into big law firms, and we know that when we go to implement or change something new in a big firm, it's so darn hard. Absolutely. The buy-in that you need in the large firm and the way that you compare that to small firms specifically, they're nimble, they're small, they can make changes and decisions quickly. And I really, really believe, and this is something that I've carried with me throughout my career, that whether you're training or you are selling technology, the biggest part of it 
in my opinion, for solo and small firms, is the emotional buy-in. So whether I'm training a team on how to use Microsoft Word or another tool that they might not be familiar with, in the first part of the session, I don't even really care about the technology. I'm just looking for them to have the emotional buy-in and realize how this is going to change their life or realize how this is going to help just their day-to-day or allow them to do the work that they love instead of being bogged down with this minutia of tasks that could be automated or better better served by using technology to deliver that. So if you can get the emotional buy-in of a solo or a small firm or even their support staff that lives within it, They will champion that technology for themselves, and they will quickly grow into it, and they'll be excited to adopt the technology, and they'll look for new features, and they'll be excited. But if you don't spend the time getting that emotional buy-in, and it doesn't matter what type of relationship you have or whether you're an attorney or a paralegal or a vendor, you've got to make that the focus of that discussion because without that emotional buy-in, I really believe that they're not going to be willing to change. But when you have it, that excitement comes, and there's nothing better than that moment. And, you know, this conference is a perfect testimony to that because if you want to talk about emotional buy-in by a technology company this is a user conference right so Clio's come come out of nowhere right they're five years old they came out of nowhere they had this you know what they probably considered and were told was a cockamamie idea for a user conference last year Mm -hmm. they had a couple hundred people show up it was so great I, I don't know if this is true but I heard that during last year's conference Jack went downstairs or upstairs or whatever and rebooked for this year. Like it happened in the middle it. of the conference. He was like, this is so awesome. We're going to do it again next year. So you want to talk about emotional buy-in. That's it. You've got a bunch of users coming from all over the country to, to learn about not just the one product. Because it's funny, I, I feel like this is, I, I know that this is the Clio conference, but I don't feel like Clio's being pushed down my throat. As a matter of fact, other than a couple of, you know, the rooms that I've walked by where they're doing Clio training and Clio sessions, all of the sessions have actually been based on just good practice management. But that means that they have a user base that is so passionate about what they're doing that they're willing to come to a conference and trust them enough to want to hear from a bunch of other experts on stuff that isn't even related to Clio. Absolutely. It's I completely crazy. agree. Come that we think about it and say it out loud. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and see it happening. And that's absolutely right. You don't feel that you're being, you know, pushed product or that you're expected to mm-hmm. buy something here. There's really not that feeling. I think it's let's find out what all of the other firms that are successful and that are like-minded in that we recognize the value in technology and we've seen the business impact that it can have in our firm or the quality of life impact. I mean, the video this morning that they showed during the keynote of the Clio oh, day, I, I mean, talk about it tearjerker, right? And that is the impact that proper technology implementation can have. Because at the end of the day, and a lot of my talk about culture is, you can buy all the technology in the world. But if you don't have people who are excited about it or the right people powering that technology... It doesn't matter what you buy or what you spend because you're not going to get the value out of it and it's not going to work for you. And is that one of your main messages during your presentation it tomorrow? It is. It is. Absolutely. And that fostering a healthy culture and really recognizing and taking a step back that every single interaction that someone has with your firm, whether it's a partner, a client, an employee, every single interaction that someone has with your firm is a reflection of your culture and your brand. And your brand 
Tony Heisch said it best, your brand is your culture. And I'll be bringing that up in tomorrow's session. And it's so important that your employees understand why you started your firm and what you're passionate about and the lives that you want to change or the impact that you want to make in your field. And when you explain that to them and you bring them into that process, magical things happen. Clients are happy. Technology is being adopted and used properly. People are eager to learn and they're looking for ways to help the business because they see the bigger picture. And technology, people... The business uh, strategies that you're going to learn here at Clio that are forward thinking and just outside of the box, like let's step outside of our Mm -hmm. law firm and really look at the way that people like Google or Zappos or or whoever it is operate. Salesforce, you see a lot of Dreamforce elements here because that is a passionate user base that looks beyond just the software that they're using at the whole picture. Those are, you know, concepts, ideas, whatever you want to call it that would be great. If we could shove them, stuff them in a nice, you know, (laughs) legal technology, legal practice management box, put a little ribbon on it. Well, I really appreciate your time stopping by. I know you're very busy. Looking forward to your presentation tomorrow. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you so much for having me, Adriana. It's a pleasure. Look forward to seeing much more of you. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.